Welcome back to DQP Does Drafted Quarters Podcast Network Movie Review Show, where we don't listen to someone read from the book on an LP. <laughs> we don't read the book. We don't listen to the book on a tape. We don't take etchings and read the etchings from the book. We don't listen to somebody read from the book on an LP. Just don't even look at the book. Don't let anyone talk to you about the book. Don't be anywhere near the book. Just don't have anything to do with it. But if it's on Apple Music, feel no! free to hit play. Don't. <laughs> I'd listen to that to go to sleep. <laughs> I don't think that would be microdosing death anymore. I think that would be... <laughs> that would be it. <laughs> it's over with. I like to live dangerously. Or <laughs> <laughs> right, we got uh, Russell, my co-host. What's up? We also have Dave. What if we listen to it on a track? No. Okay. No don't. listening okay. to it. All no right. reading it. That's good. I don't have an a track player. Anything analog is for sure to summon a demon. That that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Imagine what would have happened if they played that record backwards. Double demons. Maybe it would have unsummoned the demons. They didn't think to do that. They didn't try. Uh, we also have a special guest, Clayton. Thank you for having me, resident groupie. Yeah. Being uh, a groupie. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are finishing uh, Evil Dead May. Yeah, we are. Well, you didn't do it. Evil Dead. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with Evil Dead Rise, uh, we all, I think we all watched it in theaters. Uh, Twice. Yeah, you watched it twice in theaters? I did. Uh, did I you watch explain. it again when you bought it? I did. Uh, this was actually, watching it for this pod, I was the fourth time I blogged oh it on Letterboxd. And I feel like I might have watched it another time and forgotten to log it. But I'm pretty good about that, so it's probably just the fourth. Maybe I just like started it one time. and Jesus. But yeah, I've seen it four times in the past month. We've Damn. all just seen it once. It's, so. been, a, it's been a rocky journey. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will explain later why I watched it so many times. Yeah. Uh, but today we are talking about Evil Dead Rise from 2023. Uh, it's rated R, hour 36 minutes. Uh, you can rent it for twenty dollars or buy it for twenty five on Amazon Prime. Uh, this one's a little different. It starts with a cold open that is more like the other movies, where it's in a cabin in the woods. Correct. Um, <clears throat> a group of people are hanging out, and uh, one of them gets possessed and kills the other two. There's a pretty brutal scene in the first five minutes of this movie where scalping yeah somebody gets scalped by their pigtails <laughs> my favorite favorite part of the entire movie honestly when she grabs her hand hair wraps it around her hand and just rips it off it is the funniest thing yeah <laughs> oh, shit. it gets the biggest smile out of me <laughs> yeah um so that's the cold open um and then it goes super to the cool title card. Yeah, to super cool title card. The uh, the girl that's as a de- deadite rises back up out of the lake, and the the um, title splash comes up. Um, looks great. Fantastic way to start the movie. 
I was a little bit annoyed that the scalped girl, when she comes out, her face was not drenched in blood. There was just a little blood coming down her face. And I'm like, it's an Evil Dead movie. Drench that girl. Yeah, you yeah, get yeah. your scalp ripped off, you're going to be bleeding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your face and head bleeds a lot. Oh, oh yeah. Head, head wounds bleed like a motherfucker. It's true. Ask me how I know. Um, Wrestling. No. That's how I know. Is that what happened to the hair? No, no. <laughs> uh, a few years ago, I got a head wound. And it was really small. It only ended up taking like one staple. But I was completely crimson masked. I believe it. It it's was crazy. at work. So they had to take me somewhere. So that's why I got a staple. Otherwise, I probably, like, if I had done it at home, I would have, like, cleaned it up and probably would have stopped bleeding. Right. It would have been fine, but. Did you chug beers during it? What? Did you chug any beers during it? No, because I was at work. Oh. I did have a hangover, though, and that might have had something to do with it <laughs> so much. Did that take your mind off of the hangover? <laughs> no, it just made the headache worse. <laughs> but I did get to go home and then just, like, lay in bed and be like, should I go to sleep? I Always probably a don't silver have lining. a con- uh, concussion. Um, so I took a nap, and I didn't die, so. Obviously. No concussion. Well, this might just be, like, you know, I'm... You know, my life is flashing before my eyes, and I'm, like, fast-forwarding through stuff that didn't happen, and I'm actually dying right now. But anyway. um, fever dream. Yeah. Keep going. I'm scared now. Some weird solipsism (laughs) stuff going on there. Uh, Anyway. Evil Dead Rise. (laughs) Then we get to the main story after the title card. Um, uh, A woman... Uh, what was the main, what was her name? I don't remember Beth. everybody's names. Okay. So Beth is the mom. Uh, Beth's the sister. The Beth's mom the is sister. Ellie. Mom is Ellie. Oh yeah. Beth finds out that she's pregnant. Uh, she's like a, she's, she's like a, uh, uh, she's she a, a guitar tech. tech. She's not a groupie. She's not a groupie. <laughs> <clears throat> That's what everybody calls her because they don't understand what the supporting cast of a band does. They just think they're there to they're like hangers on. But can I? She's uh, the guitar tech. I, I feel like I should explain now my Evil Dead Rise situation. Okay. I went and saw it. Uh, my co-host Sean talked about it and went and saw it twice and loved it. And I was really busy, and so I didn't get a chance to see it until like the end of the opening weekend. Yeah, and uh, I went and saw it and. To make a long story short, before the end of the movie even happened, I was like, he watched this twice? Like, I was not a fan. Yeah. Um, I ended up going again with a buddy, and now that I knew what the movie was and everything, and enjoyed it a ton. I will say, my fr- and I've really enjoyed it the subsequent times after that. Subsequent said that weird on my podcast the other day too weird um, <laughs> and I was just like stuck um, I got made fun of um, yeah we don't usually make fun of the guests just Dave yeah it's it's fine it's fine you no, can make, make fun, fun of me you can make I fun don't of make fun of, fun of the guests um, yeah it, <laughs> I had a lot of issues but I will say the first time I went there it was me and four older women that were friends in the theater mm-hmm. And they talked the entire movie. Mm. Like, it's annoying even if it's teenagers, but it's like they're kids. They have no respect. But I was like, they are from the generation. They should fucking know better. If you wanted to go out and chat with your girlfriends, go to the fucking bar. Yeah. Um, so I think I was just like already annoyed. Yeah. And like I was really tired. Um, so it could have just been a bad mood. That usually doesn't affect things. But like 
I definitely after I watched it, I called Sean several times. I called him and was like, I hated it, explained why I hated it. And two other times during the night, I was hanging out with Mitchell and uh, (laughs) called him up and was like, and another thing. Um, I said all that to say this pregnancy subplot subplot annoys the shit out of me. And we do not need that scene where she is there and discovers she's pregnant. Yeah. Could have been gone. Yeah. We didn't need to see it. It's like one time it's brought up later. It annoys me. Yeah. Um, so she finds out she's pregnant and she takes off, you know, she's got a job to do, but she just like kind of leaves and she goes to her sisters. And so then her sister is, uh, Jessica. Uh, the sis, the mom is Ellie. Ellie. Oh my yes. God. Why is this cast weird? I can't tell who's who here. Is this like order of appearance? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, Definitely. The pictures were also small, and I'm blinding, getting blind, I guess. Anyway, she goes to her sisters, who's Ellie. She's a net, sort of newly single mom. Um, it, seems, it seems still fresh. Yeah, yeah, like it's been a few months, I think they say, uh, since dad left. Um, and she has three kids. Uh, two girls and a boy. Yes. Um and uh the one the boy is the oldest yes it's Danny Bridget and Cassie the oh. older boy and girl are about the same age they're yeah, like Cassie. teenagers and the other one's yeah. a little kid yeah right um and they're they seem to be doing okay <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> like <laughs> they're you know, just they, about to lose their home and everything. Yeah, you know? well, yeah. like, it's, like, it's as, fine. As, as a family, <laughs> as like a family, like they seem to be okay, no, right? Just like, lost their dad. They it's, all it's like fine. love each other, and like, it's not like it's not like a lot of families. Yeah, they seem like, well adjusted. Like, yeah, they seem well adjusted for all the shit they're going through. Stephanie's there. Yeah, yeah. Stephanie, my favorite character, <laughs> best character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. uh uh, Beth goes and um, shows up and there's a little bit of friction between her and Ellie because Ellie like obviously called her when her husband left and she just kind of blew it off. <laughs> and she's like, hey, I need your help. And she's like, oh, yeah, where were you when, you, when I needed help, bitch? Um, but they're, you know, they kind of like smooth it over and they're sisters and stuff. And uh they send the kids out to get food, and when they... Do you what? think she runs a tattoo shop out of this apartment? Yeah, she does. She tattoos somewhere. I just wondered if she ran it out of yeah, that dilapidated, run-down like, high-rise. Yeah, yeah, it seems like Would you go get a does. tattoo from her there? Like, I, I feel like know. she'd be good at doing tattoos, but... yeah. I'd love I mean, her to me. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> she's like banging, and also like... Uh, I love her look. Yeah, she's banging, and... Uh, Actually, both of them are banging, but, um, uh, I mean, if she's a good artist, she's a good artist. So yeah, it's true. That's but kind I don't of know. like, a little sketchy you know, yeah, it's, it is, it is the 14th floor, the, the, the kitchen apart. table. The, I, 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 I don't have personal experience of the kitchen table, uh, tattoos, but I know people that had kitchen table tattoos. Um, I have an uncle that had, uh, an Eagle. In, in quotes on his chest <laughs> and we always like to make fun of him ask him how his pigeon was doing um, <laughs> so 
you know, I know how it can be. <laughs> and, you know, there's worse, too. I also was present when somebody was trying to do one on someone's face. I was also present for that. <laughs> that happens in this movie. Wearing, in like, a garage. In a garage. Uh, there may have been drugs involved. Um, I don't, I don't usually think you is. put the mayhem part there. <laughs> They were wearing sandwich gloves. Like <laughs> the story just keeps getting better and better. Oh, dude, it was it was so fucking shot, man. It was a fucking wild night. <laughs> what the fuck? All those people got kicked out. Yeah, that's uh, probably for good. the listeners. Russell's sitting over there, just looking horrified. Yeah, was yeah. that our show? Was that our show? I think that was our show. Was that Taco Tuesday election night show? I think so. That was a wild night. Yeah, it was. Oh my god. People almost was, died multiple times. I was watching the numbers crawl up slowly. Yeah, and Trump got elected. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that, was, that was a wild night. Um, but anyway. <laughs> I, I, I am horrified because I specifically, when I started going to my tattoo artist, very specifically asked her, I was like, look, I trust you. Uh, I understand that you are a professional. You are like in Inked Magazine. Yeah. And like, I understand all of those things. But if you would please wait to open the needle till I got here, I would appreciate that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she was super understanding of it, too. She was like, yeah, 100%. She was yeah, like, I, I actually mean, like that you asked to do that. that. Yeah, they're, su- they're basically supposed to like, one I got, do I all know, the I prep in front of you. Part of yeah. the standard, not part of the law. They're supposed to change the needle. That is the thing that is supposed to happen. But some of them you have to I've express. never, I've never gone to a tattoo artist that didn't do it in front of me. Yeah. I think same. Because like... It's been a while. So I've okay. only had two. Two artists. Same. More than what two tattoos, but two artists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they both were very professional as to how they, you know, cleaned everything yeah. and did everything. I've so. gone with lots of people to get tattoos, and only a few times have I seen specific artists open the needle in front of the customers. Dude, like, every time I've been to Jake's, like, everybody that works there has always been super pro. Yeah. So... Like cleaning shit ob- obsessively in between people, yeah, and like changing everything, and yeah, so which is a good practice. To it have. is a good practice. You know, that's how you're supposed to do it. Evil anyway, Dead Rice, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Evil Dead Rice. Where are uh, you at? <laughs> uh, the kids went and got pizza. They come back. There's an earthquake in air quotes. Uh, everything's gonna be in air quotes. Uh, a hole opens up, and it, when the hole opened up, I totally was like. Are, is this happening during Ash vs. Evil Dead? What the fuck's going on? Because there's some holes in that, yeah. if, if you haven't watched it. Um, but uh, it basically like leads down into a weird hidden basement that has a vault in it. And uh, what was the kid, boy's name? Danny? Danny. Danny. Curious Danny. Goes down in there looking for... I don't know. Riches. I don't know. <laughs> He's just curious. Uh, well, he knows He knows that it used to be an old bank. Yeah, there's right? a story about the building being haunted because of some shit that happened at the bank, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, 
Do you know more about? You want to fill that in? You've watched it four times. Uh, yeah, this is my second scene that I have issues with. <laughs> this is in LA, right? Earthquakes all the time. They know what to do. They yeah. go hide by the pillar. Yeah, I know kids are dumb, and this is an Evil Dead movie, so you know stuff everybody's has dumb. to happen. Yeah. But I don't think even a teenage boy that lives in L.A. would crawl down into that hole right after an earthquake. Yeah, like I didn't believe that for a second. Like it took me out of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Also, side note, not a big one, but I'm just like Jesus. They don't. I get dropping the drinks, but they don't even bring the pizza up. That pizza's not ruined. It might have had some of the topping fucked yeah, up. Yeah, you like, dropped it. Why you did, did, and then she's you, like, they, they dropped the pizza. It. Like they literally opened it and eat a few bites. That pizza was fine. They had three pizzas. It's yeah. like forty-five bucks laying there. <laughs> I mean, in LA, and they don't. More. And they, yeah, probably and they don't. And they don't seem like a, a wealthy, no. wealthy family. No. Um, so that, that bothered me. Yeah. But, uh, same. Yeah. Same. Anyway, actually. they and did the, have and the CG bugs. The CG bugs annoyed me. They did have some money because, like, uh, Danny had like a pretty serious. Home home studio rig. I feel like he could have gotten that from. It didn't look like it was a uh, super nice. I feel like he could have gotten that from like yeah, pawn shop. I mean, you know or, how expensive that shit is. I have no idea. Shit's expensive. Even if you go to a pawn shop now, because everybody's like, I looked on eBay. I know how much it's worth. Anyway, um, <laughs> they don't though. Yeah, uh, they don't because they're overcharging for it now. Yeah. Uh, so he goes down there, and of course he finds Necronomicon, because fuck the world. Uh, it's an Evil Dead movie. It's an Evil Dead movie. Uh, and he finds some records, and of course he's like an aspiring DJ. So he's like, hell yeah, LPs, let's fucking go. I'll get some weird noises. Let's sample this. Let's fucking sample this shit. Yeah. Uh, so he takes all this stuff, gets fucking terrified by a falling giant crucifix Jesus <laughs> <laughs> um so he skedaddles uh he finds the book in a fucking sarcophagus okay yeah. like <laughs> again dude would a teenage okay. boy like why would you reach in there in the first place you wouldn't have been able to see that book in there I feel like would you just reach you in guys like I want to feel a skeleton we're not adventurous enough as teenagers because I find it absolutely plausible but this crazy shit would happen, and this teenage boy is just like, I mean, I'm going to go in. Yeah, I'm going to so see what Russell, happens. I was very responsible, so <laughs> Every, uh, that yeah. could be it. Yeah. I, like, I watched four like, movies can't at relate. that time, so I'm like, no, You no. knew not to reach <laughs> yeah. into a sarcophagus that just got uncovered by a random earthquake. You're just asking yeah. for it. Yeah. I almost got murdered a lot as a teenager, so... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, it, it is Frankfurt. And, and every episode of Evil Dead May, Russell's been like, you know I'm the one that would read the book, right? Yeah, we fucking know. <laughs> May will dead. No, oh, no. You're Eric from Evil Dead 2013. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I walk He's in the room. Dumbass. Walk in the room. My head, my head's down. Everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? Why'd all the lights go off? Like, was it? And I'm like, mm, I found a thing. I was curious. <laughs> Shane's like, like, what you did you find? <laughs> We don't even know that you found a book, and we're just like, you read from the book, didn't you? You son of a bitch! Well, so, if you recall, when we found the weird filing cabinet in the basement when we yep. moved in here, <laughs> everyone was like, should we open it? And I was like, I'm gonna open it. Just opens it. Just opens it. <laughs> so what's this weird thing I found that's super creepy? Has teeth on it. 
I'm going to open it. I'm going to try and open it. What do you think of the book in this uh, iteration? I wasn't super thrilled with the book in this one. I I don't know. There, I know Russell had some theories about some stuff, so he's going to talk about I that do at well. some point. Yeah. Um, but, like, it was cool. I like the other books better. But Yeah. I like the other books better, but I did think it was cool that they did something different and it had the you know, the teeth were a nice touch, even though I was really sad it didn't pull a Harry Potter and start like chomping at you. Right. And yeah. I and I really appreciated the little little squeals it made when the blood absorbed. Yeah. Yeah. But we also didn't see the book as much as you do in others. Like no. I feel like you no. hardly see it. I like the Facebook. Not yeah. Not Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. You sound like, you sound like a grandma. You Facebook sucks. I like but the Facebook. The, but the, the Necronomicon, the with, Necronomicon the face. with the face on the cover. I like that one. That one's the one I like. The other ones, I'm like, eh, whatever. That's not the Necronomicon. The one with the face on the front is the fucking Necronomicon. I don't know why I can't talk today, but it's the Necronomicon. Nailed it. Ex mortis. Um, Book of the Dead. Say it three times and maybe it'll appear in the middle of the table. Nope. It's not Beetlejuice. I mean, I got one downstairs, but... I have one in my house. I also have one. Do we all have the same one? Well, I bought me and Dave one. Oh, that one. I may or may not have an actual Necronomicon. (laughs) I'm late. I don't have one. Okay. Dave, you ready to go to the basement? read it when we're done? (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) You ever shoot a shotgun, Clayton? Uh, not a shotgun, no, but I'm I'm down. I mean, okay. you guys, if, <laughs> after, if after we're done, you guys want to read a little Necronomicon and get weird, I mean, I'm in. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. It's fine. Necronomicon and chill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, anyway, uh, so he finds the book and the LPs and... Uh, some other stuff happens. He plays the LPs. I, I, I'm kind of fuzzy on like the detail and order of everything because I only watched the one time. But um, he plays the LPs. There's basically an introduction of like what the fuck's going on. And there's like a, basically a, uh, a recording of a uh, council talking about whether they should read this or use this book a priest council yeah priest um, council yeah and they're like nah and Bruce nah. Campbell and he's like yeah yeah we should use it we could like stop people Bruce from Campbell? dying uh Bruce Campbell is the one when he plays the record when um the point in it I think he says like we should destroy it or, we should destroy it or something that's Bruce Campbell uh, um Okay. I mean, it makes sense. And he, he what's comes up. up again later uh, in a weird way. Can you guys, I don't know about records as much. Why did he have to turn it with his finger manually? Uh, wasn't the... It was the, the speed was wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. It so, was a 40... 45 instead of a 90, or instead of a 33. His yeah. setup looked like it, it was, was something that could have like changed. Usually, a lot of them. Have Usually, you can switch. switch the I was really curious because you know there wasn't any line to explain it. It was just like just did it. And then the aunt, you know, when she's in there and listens to it, she just immediately starts out like that. And I was like, he didn't tell her it needed to be that way. And I feel like the normal assumption would be like just yeah, yeah. It was, I thought that was a weird, the time, there's weird a choice. Yeah, there's a switch to change the speed, but because there's 33 and 45, there's also. There's a different speed too, like 
way back in the day. Old, I had like, it was like a 78 maybe? I don't remember. They were really big. I don't remember either. But That might be what it was, and that's why I didn't have it. Yeah. I don't know. I thought so. Maybe not. That I don't play big, enough there was records. 88s? 88? I think they were right. called 88s. 88s. Um, but he keeps playing it and then he puts on another one and it's the guy reading from the book and that's what starts the shit. Um, mom's like, Hey, I got to do laundry. So she's like, and she got mad at the kids for taking the elevator up, but after an earthquake and there's like, you, you should know not to do that. Yeah. They should have known that bugged me too. I yeah. mean, plot, but yeah. But she's like, ah, oh, they did it safe. I gotta, I gotta take the, this laundry down to get do this laundry. So I'll take that too. I'll take the elevator. So she gets in the elevator. Um, after he's played the record, and basically the forest scene happens in the elevator with elevator cables and electric cables instead of vines. Yeah. But she doesn't get violated. <laughs> you don't not. see her get violated. Yeah. Like no uh, violation in this one. Yeah. Which I'm not going to say I'm disappointed about, but I thought it was an interesting it's, choice. It's interesting that they didn't yeah. do it when it was maybe it was less comical, as comical as that can be, than it was in Evil Dead 1. Uh, and less super gross and disgusting than it was in Evil Dead 2013. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I... I thought it was interesting. Uh, I really liked when it snaps her arm backwards and yeah. when it rips the earring out of her earlobe, that uh, makes me go, ooh, yeah. uh, every yep. time. It's always, I love a good moments. like earring rip out. Yeah. It's always yeah. a... Basically, like everything that happened to anyone was a, ooh. Uh, <laughs> there's a few moments, moments in that movie, oof. That's, yeah, a, yeah. that's a good horror movie for me if I go, oh Yeah. Um, so that's when the possession starts. Uh, so... Ellie's the first and she comes back and terrorizes them. And then the kids start getting possessed as well as the people in, in the other apartment dwellers um, she kills that we've been the... introduced to. Yeah. She kills them all when she's locked out of the apartment, which is a cool, I thought that was a cool shot. That's a cool scene. Yeah, that's super through cool. People. Also, Dave, you were right. It was, a, it's 78. The record 78. sizes are seven inch, 10 inch, 30 er, and 12 inch. And the respective speeds are 33, 45, and 78. 78. I couldn't remember. My, my grandfather had a few. He's like, put like, I have a record player. He's like, put that on there. I'm like, it's not going to work. It might be because it was they were 12-inch 78s. Yeah. Um, uh, but as she's locked out, then other people in the apartment start getting possessed. Uh Starting with the girl, Bridget. Yeah, Bridget. Bridget yeah, she got infected after uh, Ellie gave her a face tattoo with Ellie's blood. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Hope she has good insurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would so insurance cover something like that? No. Demon possession? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> like my mom went crazy and tattooed my face. I don't think so. I don't think I don't I don't know that it uh insurance covers like malicious stuff. Like sometimes it'll cover like uh vandalism, but like I don't know about like I think naming. I, I think you have like a, a copay for bodily harm. Okay. And if it's in a vehicle you're Yeah, but what insurance 
vehicle covers insurance that. Will was cover like homeowners insurance covers that. <laughs> homeowners insurance will cover a lot of doctor bills for like home invasion and stuff like that. Okay, but like if I went crazy and like broke all your guys' fingers, mm-hmm. and then I'd be very disappointed. Was, well, yeah, I would be too. But and then went to jail or got killed by the cops or whatever the fuck happened to me. Yeah, but like hurt a bunch of people in the house that I live in. That's not a home invasion. What is that? They'd probably call that a conflict of interest. <laughs> <laughs> there was because, a conflict. Because if you and I are on the same insurance, car insurance, and we get into a wreck with each other, guess what's not covered? Any of the damage. Oh, like if we're on the same car insurance, but we like run our, each other's cars into each other? Yeah. Wow, that's fucking crazy. Anyway, Evil Dead Rise. Um, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, let's not talk about insurance. That's fucking depressing. Uh, so Ellie starts like going crazy, thinking that there's bugs in her, and so she starts eating glass to kill them. That's I've not... got to kill the creepy crawlies in my tummy. Yeah, that's not how that works, guys. Uh... <laughs> you ever eat glass, Russell? dude? Prior to this movie, the only thing that has ever really truly fucked with me is like eye stuff. But her eating that fucking glass and, and like seeing it her poke throat. through her esophagus. Oh, I thought it was great. Like, it was, like I also no, was it, thinking Oculus did it better. It was amazing. I love yeah. stuff that makes me cringe, except for eye stuff. But finding a new thing that makes me cringe <laughs> felt good. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Alyssa Sutherland's Deadite performance as Ellie? It was okay. I think she's my favorite Deadite. Really? Yeah. I thought she did a really, really good job. Yeah, her facial shape and like those dark green nails and the, her red hair and everything. It just, it worked. Yeah. And like her body movements, like she was great. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I I thought she did really well. I was thinking of Bridget for some reason, but yes, I agree with that. I think she's really good as a Deadite. You guys all Bridget really praised the people scene. Hmm? The people scene, you guys acted like you all really liked it. I thought yeah. it was cool. Yeah. It was good. I enjoyed it. It was a cool, different shot. Can I counter? Yeah. I do think it is a cool shot. I think it's probably the most visually interesting part of the movie. But you know what I was excited about, about Evil Dead Rise being set in a city in a high rise? (laughs) Victims and people. Yeah. With an Evil Dead film where you're going to get all these kills. And for them to essentially happen off camera in this really unpopulated high rise, I thought was criminal. Absolutely criminal. That's one, two, three, four victims that were out in that hall. Five. No, four. Four. That we don't see get killed. I mean, I guess the one guy you see him like get his throat ripped out and stuff, but like the kids and everything. Kid die. Kind of. Sort of. I think the. uh, You see him quickly get thrown across the frame and you see his arms ripped off later. But like, I would have liked to see that happen. Like, it was a cool sequence, but oh, it annoyed me. So while I say that's definitely a hot take, I think it was worth it for the shot. I have come around on it. Like I do like it now and I think it's really cool, but it still, I mean, a lot of my issues with this movie are things feel like a missed opportunity, like really obvious missed opportunities. Yeah. And that is the biggest offender for I really like that scene as, as, you know, as a shot. Yeah. From a filmmaking perspective, I I love it. And I love the look of this movie. I think it's really well shot, but in an evil dead movie, when you're taking it to the city and the possibilities that could entail for them to just, that was like one of the biggest problems that people had with, uh, 
Jason Goes to Manhattan, too. Oh, fuck Jason Goes to Manhattan. It's in Manhattan for like 10 minutes. Yeah, well, I mean, that's part of the problem, right? Because does called, punch that guy's head off. Though. It's called Jason Goes to Manhattan, and he's like on the boat 90% of the movie, right? Yeah. Um, But like that was the problem with it, and that's similar with this, right? You, you're you in a high-rise, and there's a possibility of all this death and chaos, and it doesn't really pay off that way. Yeah. I really wanted, like what I was hoping for a scene in the movie that I was hoping for that we 100% didn't get was I wanted a deadite in a nightclub with like all the loud music uh, and everything going that'd on. Be like cool. I wanted a deadite in a nightclub, just like fucking wrecking people. <laughs> I mean, the, the closest you you've got to that so far, other than uh blade one, um, is the, uh, the party bus Texas Chainsaw scene. Yeah. The only part worth watching of that entire film, I might add. Yeah, um, probably. And I again, don't with those, disagree. <laughs> <laughs> those victims in the hallway, they could have come back as cool deadites. They come back to lay on the floor and say dead by dawn. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, Pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. I, so, yeah, I don't disagree. Basically, everybody becomes a deadite except for Beth and Cassie. Because she's preggers and the other one's a little kid. So plot armor and you're never worried about them for a second the entire movie. Yeah, I feel like they should have killed Cassie. But... A hundred percent. The only survivor should have been Bridget because she was like, don't read the fucking book. Yeah. Um, Agreed. <clears throat> so we go through... we go, The one thing that I like about this one that kind of uh, goes with uh, 2013 is that they go back to the book... Uh, just to show the book a couple times to show different version kinds of deadites. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, there's the version that uh, uh, Brid or not Bridget, yeah, Bridget. We said Bridget should have survived. Yes, you wanted Bridget to live. Yes, I wanted the middle, I wanted the daughter to survive. No, Beth was fine, but. I feel like she could have died and it would have been cool. Plus killing a pregnant bitch would have really earned I, hardcore points. Dude, um, that's what she's happened. like fucking turns into spider legs. Yeah. Like and the whole entire for... pregnancy thing again, like just pisses me off and they bring it up like a couple times when she's like, Oh, gets a stomach ache. And Cassie's like, Oh, your stomach hurts. And then, um, you know, all the comments about like, Oh, two souls and everything. Yeah. But they never, like, I thought, Oh, is she going to go like be stressed out and like have a miscarriage or something during this? No, they should have Like pregnancy her... is such a boring thing to give a woman in a story. Like that's the only thing that could happen to them. And just, and this, it was like, you know, they teased it to add this extra danger. Oh, she's pregnant. The payoff. But they don't do anything with the it. The payoff is, should have been that she turns into a spider legs crang for her dead eye baby that pops out of her stomach and, Remote controls her around. Yeah, and that would have been people. cool. Oh, I like that too. I was gonna say <laughs> what I was gonna say was yes. I, I would have been I would have been into because I still I still want would have wanted Beth to survive at the end of the movie. So I but I would have been into like Beth like getting attacked somehow by one of the deadites and like the baby absorbing all of like the demonic blood or whatever. We're like fucking five movies in and a series. And I still don't know how the shit is passed around to anyone. It's just weakness and but, possession. That's well, all it is. I've um, uh, got some thoughts on that, but let's get through the I, movie. <laughs> oh, sorry. I would have wanted, I, I would have thought it would have been cool if like 
so Beth gets injured and like the deadites like or the, like the, the disease or whatever like tries to take her, but like the baby absorbs all of it because like a baby is literally a parasite. A parasite, a fucking so, like, parasite. The baby absorbs all of it, and throughout the movie, like it happens early enough that throughout the rest of the movie, she like starts being hyper pregnant. And then her belly grows a little bit each time until she has to give birth to the baby and she doesn't know what's going on. And then it's a dead-eye baby. I love it. Jesus fucking Christ. Like the zombie baby in the remake of uh, Dawn uh, of the Dead. Of the dead. Yeah. 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 And then she has to kill her own baby. Yeah. I don't need to see a psychologist. <laughs> no, you're good, man. You're wow. fine. Uh, so anyway, that's not what happens. <laughs> um, the other two kids die. Uh and then all the deadites get absorbed into a weird fucking Cronenberg deadite. Super thing. cool. That Fuck was a yeah. really cool uh, deadite. And the the earthquake destroyed all the stairs in the building <laughs> and they conveniently didn't know about until just now because they uh the took the elevators too. Uh maybe. Um so they go to take the elevator again. The elevator's fucked. <laughs> but, but they go to take the elevator again. And it closes and it fills with blood and they almost drown. But it gets heavy enough with them, the blood, and the uh, giant uh, amalgam of seven corpses, deadite, on top of it, that it falls to the bottom of the building, um, to the lobby. And uh, they live because they were suspended in... A elevator full of blood. <laughs> blood elevator, dog. Yeah. Uh, and we get a nice homage. Is uh, it a nice homage? I think so. If I never see another elevator shining reference again, I'm so good. <laughs> Fuck I off. It was cool. Disagree. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, it's just like, okay. It's it's been done. Sure. And, but and that better. doesn't mean you can't do it. You gotta you gotta keep I'm giving, with Shane on this one. Yeah, keep giving props to one of the best horror movies ever made. It is, but it just at a certain point, homages just start to feel a little tired, and mm-hmm. I want to be thinking about the Evil Dead and not The Shining. <laughs> I told you I had thoughts about this. Movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they end up going to the parking garage. They uh, hugely foreshadowed that there was a uh, fucking. Grinder wood chipper thing. Checkhouse wood chipper. Checkhouse yeah. wood chipper. Checkhouse wood chipper. Pop it over from Fargo. In in the uh uh in the parking garage. So they go down there and they're trying to drive out and they get followed by the deadite, so then they end up having to put it through the wood chipper. Um I called it. Yeah. And uh so they grind it up and then they leave. Um and that's sort of the end of the movie. But then you find out it's a prequel to its own cold open. And the girl that was possessed in the cold open lived in the building, but not on that floor. And she's going to go to the cabin in the beginning of the movie when she sees like all the dead, all the blood and everything and flips out, but then still goes to the cabin so that she can kill her friends. I like to believe the movie ends when Beth and Cassie walk away. Personally, <laughs> yeah, it just did. You like such hate a, the movie? <laughs> no, actually, I I gave it a really high score. But uh, so I will say what I gave it the first time I watched it. 
I gave it a three out of five, and I was feeling extremely generous about that. Okay. Jesus. All these things that I've mentioned really bothered me. I will yeah. say, afterwards, and I thought about it, it's an Evil Dead movie. Stuff has to happen um, in them. Um, there were a lot of missed opportunities, but the movie that we got was still really fun. And I enjoy it. I don't love it near as much as Evil Dead 2013 because yeah. that movie goes really hard. And for a movie that kills one, two, three, four technically kids, this movie felt really safe. Five. There's Everyone a- in that movie dies. He's talking about Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the kids. I thought you were talking about Evil the Dead. Yeah. Like oh, the kids. Like the actual kids. Not like... 18 yeah, yeah, yeah. plus year olds. Yeah. I gotcha. Like the two neighbor boys and the two kids. And yeah. Yeah. I thought it felt safe. And I don't I disagree. disagree with that. I, I liked the movie. I didn't love it. When I first, like when it first started, I'm like, I don't know. This doesn't really feel very evil dead to me. And then it, it switched and became very evil dead <laughs> towards, you know, Towards the middle of the movie. Yeah. So I came back around a little bit more towards the middle. I'm like, okay, all right. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it opens but. very hard. And I think that's why that's there. Because then it kind of has like a lot of exposition. And then it goes back into going hard. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah, I see where Clayton's coming from. That it's like playing it really safe. Like you kind of know who's going to live and who's going to die. Yeah. yeah. Um, like the whole time. Because 2013 really didn't pull punches. No. Yeah. Not and at all. and it definitely like, 100% has like a twist ending, you know? Yeah. Because like the person that started the Deadite. I just didn't need to see her get possessed. I, even though it was like a one day earlier, you could have inferred that like somehow it passed because it was just out. Um, but yeah, that scene just really dragged down the end. I love that cold open. It's yeah. Super fun. I, I love the cold open, but. I love the cold open because the end. It's like, I feel the opposite, I guess. Like, I love that it's bookended with this whole other story, which is also something I usually wouldn't be a fan of. But I, I also think that, that it was done very meticulously and on purpose so we can get more movies by the same I'm guy. I'm really excited to see where this goes. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I think it's done like that. Like, I think... I think he was very manipulative in the in the storytelling process for this movie because and he did say afterwards that he wanted to make another one. And he was like, I know what he says in the interview that I read was uh, he's like, I know this isn't a traditional evil dead movie. And we went away from the cabin, but there's nothing stopping me from going back to the cabin now because I've already laid plans to go back to the cabin. See, I want to see this let loose in a city proper. And I was well, so like I think this I think this guy has plans, like because he he also like there there's a huge fan theory. Uh, go ahead, go ahead and talk about theory. Yeah, yeah, we're done with the synopsis. So so there's huge fan theory, and there has been for a long time. Like uh, it was even like back when Army of Darkness came out. I think is where the fan story start or fan theory starts because Ash goes. And there's three Necronomicons and like, it's treated like it's sort of kind of like a joke, but like he very specifically, he needs a specific Necronomicon. Like he needs the specific one that started with his journey. So that's the one that he needs out of those three. 
So there's nothing that that really says the other two are actually just a joke or a play Fake or whatever illusions or yeah yeah I so, would I love that too. So like I like the idea of there being three and that these are all sort of different different uh, Necronomicon stories. The rules in Evil Dead Rise are very different from the other ones. So that's what I like about even from the book and everything, like it's a different book. And so I think in a way it makes all three versions like canon in the same universe. Yeah. Um, and, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Like, so normally you can kill the deadites. There are ways, you know, like dismember them, burn yeah. them, bury them alive, for instance, from like 2013. And this one, like there was literally nothing you could do except make them like evaporated, but then it's just still out and can do whatever it wants. Yeah. Right. Possess somebody else. Right. Yeah. Like this one seems a lot darker, but yeah, again, the movie still feels safe. Like it's a really weird disconnect. Yeah. And, and I, I do agree with the, it feeling safe and let's get to that here in a second. Um, so with there being three Necron- Necronomicon, so, uh, Alvarez who directed 2013, he basically said that he, he, he did this movie as if Ash died at the end of evil dead one. And so we have evil dead two anyway, that sort of recaps Evil Dead 1, but, like, retcons it. And then Army of Darkness does this again, right? So, um, if in a parallel universe, because everything is multiversal now, Ash exists in Evil Dead 1, and Evil Dead 2013 is a direct sequel to Evil Dead 1, and that's a Necronomicon. And then Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness is a Necronomicon. Then we have Evil Dead Rise, which is the third Necronomicon. So allowing them all to be canon and to be parallel to each other, um, it makes the whole franchise work. And so with with this guy doing this movie the way he did it, so Alvarez was a very uh, heavily cri- criticized for doing the scene in the woods again with the rape, the wooden stick rape. I'm not going to um, advocate for rape, but I think it's a really well done scene. It, it is a really well done scene. I think it's more, ta- and I think it is more tastefully done than in the original. Cause I mean, in the original, that tree fucking punches down like a, yeah. Yeah. And you hear a, th- it's, it's, it's just it's like, like violent and it's almost, it's almost for comedic effect if yeah. it could be funny. It makes me really yeah. uncomfortable, yeah. but I don't feel that way with Evil Dead 2013. I think it's right. like, it's just looks like we're doing the thing, but it's but like not. gross. And yeah. yeah. I agree. So, and also, Sam Raimi has gone on record saying that he feels bad for that scene. Like, yeah. He's like, he should feel I, bad for that he's scene. He's like, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but with Alvarez like getting criticized the way he did for a 2013 scene. For this, I can't remember what was this guy's name. Uh, Lee Cronin. Yeah, Cronin. Um, so Lee Cronin, like deciding not to do the elevator scene because maybe he does do the elevator scene the way the other scenes had been shot. Then maybe he doesn't get another movie. Yeah, you right. know what I mean. So he I don't doesn't think do that's the really scene. a big huge issue with that. Like I really like the possession scene, and with it being a different Necronomicon, like it doesn't need to have um, in- entry per se. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. So then he bookends the movie with what Evil Dead typically is and feels like. Mm. It was with the cabin. So he bookends the movie with the cabin. And then he lets he he builds 
this bad this this kind of badass protagonist and lets her survive at the end of the movie. So clearly maybe he wants her to go somewhere. <laughs> Prison most likely. <laughs> 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 so I think basically what I'm getting at Wait, between you threw like, everyone in the building into a fucking wood chipper. <laughs> I think the only ones that were bonded together were the two kids and the mom. I don't think it was all of them. I think it was all of them. Cause yeah, I think it, it happens. Was. It happens in the hallway with all the it other does, ones. But the two kids are like, they're over the mom and they're like digging inside of her. Yeah. And it's just them. The other ones are, and like the amount of arms and everything is just right for. Thematically, it would make more sense if it was just the kids reincorporating themselves into the mom. Yeah, like again, I've watched it four times, sixty-five inch four K. It, uh, pretty sure it's the <laughs> <laughs> three children. I, mean, I believe the you. two children and the mom. I just didn't think it was. So I actually had a question. Weird for you. flex, bro. <laughs> I actually had a question for Clay because he watched it four times. I didn't see it. I could have easily missed it. Is the Delta in this? No. The Delta's in the parking garage. I didn't see it. I looked. I don't think that, but the chainsaw is the colors um, of it. That's true. Because I didn't see the Delta. I looked the whole time. I'm like 90% sure the Delta's in the parking garage. I'm 90% sure it's not, but we can... uh, we can look at it in a second. On on my, we can look at it on my television. phone. We can look at my phone. <laughs> I don't pay attention to cars as much, but I feel like I would have noticed that. It's pretty iconic. Yeah, I usually don't either, but like every, Evil Dead movie, I'm like... I'll take a whole Delta? motherfucking point off if the Delta's not actually in the movie. <laughs> I mean, we can take a quick break at some time before the end when you give the score, and I'll just pull it up in my, uh, on Dave's my phone. Dave's got it. He's checking. But I say all of that to say that I think he has plans for the franchise. Like, I'm I think very he, excited I think to see he where he plans goes. on, and and it's Cronin, like you know, so he very well could go somewhere with this. So um, that's my hope, and I think getting a sequel that so so theoretically, if he, let's say he makes a sequel, and then we he's already set up and told the story of the cabin, like in the be- in the beginning and the end of right. this. We've already got the cabin story. So that's not actually the whole story for the second one. He just polishes that little story off and kicks off another whole story for the sequel. I still want serious Army of Darkness, like yeah. we talked about last week. Yeah. It is not. That's fucking bullshit. It is not, but like what Clayton says, uh, but the col- but the color is the color of the chainsaw. There you go. I know my stuff. Mm. Yeah, because I look because like their car also has the like same yellow color. So I was like, wonder if that's supposed to be an homage. Yeah, like the sedan they're in is kind of yeah. It's like a wagon. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yep, I agree. But yeah, serious army of darkness, and I hope that's where this is going. Yeah. I have never seen Army of Darkness. I started it one time and I was like, this is ridiculous and never finished it. It's like the well, best I mean, one out of all of Really? Yeah. It's meant to be. Like, uh, okay, so I didn't too. like when Evil Dead went comedy. I love the original Evil Dead. Evil Dead 2 really irritated me because I thought the first one was just horrifying. And uh, I really like the tone of Ash vs. Evil Dead, which is comedic, but it's also really fucked up and scary. And Army of Darkness just seemed like it went so far down the cookie line that it would have like zero scare factor, it's, and it just it's not Army of, scary at all. Army it's... of Darkness is like Ash versus Evil Dead, 
but without all the blood. Uh, that just sounds horrible <laughs> <laughs> to me. <laughs> I want to watch Evil Dead for fucking gnarly shit. Um, I don't disagree. Any, I love them all. Anyway, I, don't disagree. I could change again. I haven't like watched it all the way through because I it's one of the few movies I turned off. Um, but I will get to it one day. Um, it's one of the best movies ever made. I see that you've got it. You've got it on VHS up there on your shelf. I do. You had a a theory that you were going to say something about earlier. Oh, I was uh, going to bring up the book thing that Russell was oh, talking okay. about the three books. Um. You said something about the rules in this one being different, uh, which, yeah, it, I, that's something that um, the other ones didn't have. <laughs> was rules? <laughs> I mean, the other ones did have rules. Like in Evil Dead 2013, it was passed from like bodily fluids and stuff. Yeah. Um, and they could be killed by the various ways. Right. Um, but yeah, this one, it doesn't matter what you do. They just keep coming after you. It's more like... This one was kind of like from injuries of any kind. It wasn't necessarily from bodily fluids, right? Well, I mean, even the mom, like, she didn't get, again, like, obviously the rape scene isn't there, but it just, like, yeah, possesses her. Like, in all the other ones, it's a more... um, Intrusive. Yeah. Intrusive. (laughs) Yeah, an intrusive thing. And even with how it passes along, and then, you know, it can be defeated. And in this, you know, it just... Does it. Does whatever the fuck it wants. Yeah. Which in theory would make this movie feel a lot more dangerous, but it doesn't. Yeah. It's weird. Um, I don't know what else, what else you guys got? Are we ready for the corner? Uh, you I, got mean, more? I have, uh, you have more notes. <laughs> you got more, you got more notes. We can talk about your notes. Uh, can we talk about some of our favorite sequences in this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the bathtub when Ellie first turns, I think is highlight. Mommy's oh, yeah. with the maggots now. Yeah. Just yeah. Instantly iconic. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's great. I love the, uh, <clears throat> I love the second time, uh, we hear the record. So when Beth goes in like that whole scene. And yeah, I love when she's using her fingernail and yeah. just has her mouth. Uh, great. Yeah. yeah. Also, on the electronic front, uh, I listened to your Evil Dead 2013 episode, and I heard you commenting on how nobody knows how things work in the Evil Dead franchise. Power tools. Yeah. Um, do you think she would have been able to rig this up to work with no power? Being a guitar tech. No. I mean, you still have to have some power to be able to. Re- well, I mean, she like used a battery. She used a battery that was for the tattoo machine, right? Yeah, but a tattoo yeah, machine doesn't so. run off of that high a voltage, I don't think. Um, and being a guitar tech is not being an electrical engineer. <laughs> I just I thought it seemed sus. I I bought the <laughs> uh, defibrillator that <laughs> it was in 2013. That's ridiculous. More than yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, you know, you could get this to maybe shock someone back to life. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be running those speakers. You might be able to get like some headphones to run, but it's probably running through the same amp, so it would need like a lot of juice to run. So probably not. Um, but I'm, I'm also not an electrical engineer. Same. So doubt, doubt that would work. And again, it's an Evil Dead movie, and movies have suspension of disbelief, but that 
But when it tries I wondered it, about that. When it the, pushes my, your my first time, disbelief. My first time, like all, my complaints for this, yeah, were all things I thought during my first watch in the theater. Yeah, and I don't think you should be thinking about stuff like that during your first watch in a theater. No, right. it should be. More That's engaging. when it's straining your your suspension of disbelief. Yeah. yeah, and it's really really bad when it's doing that in your first watch because like then it's an apparent thing not like a i've yeah. watched this like four times and now, now i'm noticing, now I'm noticing the flaws this thing that wouldn't work like that it's from the beginning you know so yeah there's some stuff like that in this one um they didn't fuck up the shotgun too bad that's always a thing that they <laughs> fuck up in like every movie guns yeah. like don't work that way but it wasn't terrible in this in this um, how you guys feel about the cheese grater that's horrible. I mean, it's awesome, but it's horrible. I love it. As a fan of um, deathmatch wrestling, I've seen a lot of cheese graters, so it's fine. I like it. <laughs> Dave is about the cheese grater. A little bit. So uh, I really like the detail of the skin coming through when she scrapes it off. Yeah. yeah. Another nitpick. <laughs> There's this uh, New Zealand, I think it's New Zealand, it might be Australian, uh, film called Housebound that is a horror comedy that also utilizes a cheese grater in a scene in which uh, one of the characters has a cheese grater over her arm and puts it against another character's face and just like, um, and it's really funny and fucked up. And so... You know, I'm like, Evil Dead, they've got a cheese grater scene. It's in the trailer. Like, what are they going to do with this cheese grater? And she just pulls it once across once her across leg. Back, once, back yeah. Again. Once. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you wanted to see somebody go down to the bone with a cheese grater, didn't you? Yeah. Or at least, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, get a couple slices in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, man. It, I mean, I. Too, that would be horribly painful, and it's horrible to watch, and the skin's super gross. Love it, but... Again, a lot of this time. And I was thinking this stuff during my first watch. Like, such a missed opportunity. Bring out a cheese grater and don't even utilize it. And the CG blood when Bridget gets killed by Stephanie, MVP of the movie, Stephanie. That <laughs> CG, the CG blood pouring out of her mouth. I'm like, did they spend the blood budget on the elevator and couldn't rig this up? Like, Evil Dead, known for practical effects and real blood. And yeah. We got a couple of... Couple CG, CG blood scene, and yeah, like when he gets stabbed in the arm, is mm. like painfully. Ooh. Yeah, it's kind of bad. I just I don't understand the choices of like we're gonna use CG blood here and real blood here. Well, not real blood. Maybe I mean Hollywood. <laughs> it's definitely not the blood from uh, the first Evil Dead, which is like coffee creamer and caro <laughs> syrup. And yeah. <laughs> What'd you guys think of the blood? The vomit not being well. There was one instance of blood vomit, but. Uh, being a milky spit up dealio. It's pretty gross. Yeah, pretty gross. <laughs> so gross. It's I like it. fucking gross. Yeah. I dug it. Like I'm into you know, I'm a I'm a weird gore hound guy. I love yeah gory shit. So But like I I I kind of feel with Clayton on like the, the stuff where it's like not practical. Cause I mean that's I've been a thing that we've harped on forever in this on the show. Practical effects, baby. Practical effects yeah. are trump everything. Far um, superior. Especially when you're mixing them and it doesn't match or it like the CG is bad. It's it's kind of brutal. Um there are a lot of weird problems with this movie, but overall I think I, I liked it a lot. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it. 
It's not my favorite. No. Of the Evil Dead, but no. I don't feel like they fucked it up. Yeah. Like, as much as I was, as much as I like get worried about that when they're going to do something that's related to other things, like, is it just going to be fucked up? Or you like want more? That's, that's kind of where we're at, right? Like, yeah, we wanted more from it than we got, but what we got was fun and still an evil dead movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically where I landed, honestly. Yeah. I only had uh, a couple more things. There were two lines I wanted Do to sh- Two, maybe three lines I wanted to shout out guess. just for being you wonderful. You fucking nail it. And uh, one other one other nitpick. One <laughs> one last one. I never get a dunk on movies because like, I usually am talking about movies I love. So this is it. And I do really like this, but it still has things I can uh, dunk on. I'll start with uh, the negative. Yeah. In the parking garage, mm-hmm. when the abomination is on one side of the car and Beth and Cassie have snuck out to the other side of the car. And she shushes Cassie (laughs) without just, you know, she could have just raised her finger to her lips. Yeah. That kid's not dumb. That means be quiet. She's like one of the smartest kids She literally goes, shh. When the Deadeye is like four Four feet away, away, maybe. Yeah. 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 And I'm just like. In a parking garage. Where you go, shh. And it's like, yeah. I like almost groaned in the theater. I did too. Jesus Christ. Um, that's my last nitpick of these. And the lines I wanted to shout out um, as being really phenomenal. You're going to fuck me up. <laughs> I do a quote at the end of every episode, just uh, so you know. Do you want to cut this out? No, you can do tell it. me which do one whatever you're gonna, you want. Whichever I'll, one you're I'll find do. a different one. Um, this is how I deal with everybody else. I'm just like aggressive. <laughs> I'm aggressively passive aggressive about it. it do whatever the true. fuck you want. It's, it's fine. You're getting the full Shane experience. <laughs> I'll deal with it. <laughs> I'm free now, free from all you titty sucking parasites. Uh, genius line, <laughs> genius line reading. I, I love that one. Uh, that yeah, was good. Great. I laugh out loud every time. I famously am not a fan of children. Uh, <laughs> I also really think Cassie deserved to die for almost letting her mother into the apartment. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I guess that. Well, I did have one more negative. I guess. <laughs> uh, just remembered that, and um, my other one was. Um, Ellie waits for hell, waits in hell for you and your unborn bastard baby. I uh, thought was wonderful, and that is the last of things I just Again, really had you to hate children. get out. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Again, because I hate children, and that's one of the things I was most excited about. Because I'm like, ooh, it kills kids, and it technically does, I guess. But yeah, not all of them. Yeah, <laughs> and not really on screen. Two of them. Yeah. One of them is a lame knife kill, though. Yeah. Um. So you guys want to go down to the corner? I go to the corner. Is this, is this the trivia corner? This is the trivia this corner. Is. Oh, it's my favorite corner. Yay. It's my corner. Because it's Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Where the point of this corner is for you to say. Ooh, neat. Okay. Pretty intense there, Batman. All right. Guess ready for some hot, hot trivia? Yeah. Extremely. Let's get into it. Uh, the film was originally meant to be released exclusively through HBO Max via direct-to-streaming, uh, but it performed so strongly during test screenings that the studio decided to release it theatrically instead. 
It's huh. probably a smart move. Yeah. Very smart move. Horror is very reliable at the box office. That's the same thing that happened with Boogeyman, right? The new one, not the... I was like, it literally, I think it just yes. showed... Is it even out? out? Yeah, I know it's it not had out. A, but yeah, I, think I was it, like, I know I was seeing some of my friends go to press screenings for it like last night. I think it was supposed to be a streaming movie. And it's they, uh, got one of the chicks from Yellow Jackets in it. So yeah. I'm excited to watch. Uh, director Lee Cronin stated in an interview that 65,000 liters or uh, seven, yeah, 1,720 gallons of fake blood were used for the movie. That was like all in the elevator. No, all in the elevator. None when, st- none when Staffing takes out Bridget. Yep. It's a weak number. Could <laughs> pump those numbers up. Yeah. Rookie numbers. Yep. Uh, to get into the character of an alternate personality, actress Alicia Sutherland took inspiration from Jim Carrey's performance as Stanley Ipkiss in the 94 comedy The Mask. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Like That's Good pretty comp. great. Okay. Uh, the pizza place is called Henrietta's, a reference to Henrietta Cro- uh, uh, Noby, Henrietta Noby, uh, the demon in the basement of Evil Dead 2. Mm. Mm. Oh, nice. Neat. Good old Henrietta. Yeah. Someone's in my fruit cellar. That's her. Yeah. Uh, the film opens with the sound of a fly. This is the same exact sound used throughout the different entries, dating all the way back to the original in the franchise, and has become a tradition to appear at least once. It's very comforting. Makes yeah. you feel like you're in an Evil Dead movie. Exactly. Nice. It closes with it, too. Mm-hmm. It do- oh, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, shot in chronological order. You kind of have to for really bloody movies, because yeah. trying to get that cleaned up and matching again. Right. Yeah. And then matching it back the other way yeah. is even worse. Let's fuck this back up exactly the yeah. same as we fucked yeah. it up before. <laughs> Where was that blood pool? How was it shaped? The Have you scene. ever tried oh, to shape a pool of anything? Nope. A pool of a liquid? Doesn't work. <laughs> it don't work. Uh, the scene in the elevator where the blood starts to fill uh, behind the lit buttons mirrors the scene in the original when the projector begins to fill with blood. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, if, you're supposed to say unit. Hmm? You're supposed to say unit. You said nice. He needs he needs affirmation. I do need it, but like oh. it's okay. I'm sorry. I'll get it next time. <laughs> you know, I I don't want your pity units either. Like I don't need that. <laughs> um, if you look at Ellie's arms, they are wrapped in tattoos of vines. This is a nod to Cheryl from The Evil Dead. Uh. Bobby Joe from Evil Dead 2 and Mia from Evil Dead 2013, yeah. who all were attacked and bound by vines. I did clock that in a, a little shout out. I don't know if you're familiar with Evil Dead the musical. Yes. Um, but I watched a production of it and they had Cheryl dressed in a shirt that was a white t shirt that said, I heart nature. And I thought that was delightful. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Love Both it. of those things are neat. <laughs> wow. Um, let's do a few more, and then we'll get to the spoiler okay. trivias. Uh, the scene of the Blood River in the elevator is inspired by the infamous blood-gushing elevator scene from Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Yeah. Not really much of a fun trivia, Dave. We all knew that. That was affirmation. Thanks. <laughs> 
Uh, the second Evil Dead film that doesn't have Bruce Campbell as a main character. Not neat. Not neat. Not neat. It needs to be all the characters all the time. Uh, all right, let's do some of the spoilery trailer. All right. Uh, trivia. God damn, Dave. <laughs> Uh, the sound of Ellie biting out a man's eyeball in the hallway is actually an audio recording of Bruce Campbell furiously biting into an apple. Do you know what kind of apple? Mm-hmm. Macintosh. Macintosh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Twitter. Macintoshes are good. Yeah. Oh, man, I kind of want an apple. Let's get an apple after this. Um, Bruce Campbell's cameo uh, In the first of the three records Danny plays Bruce can be heard saying Destroy it It's called the Book of the Dead for a reason (laughs) Um, At the Beyond Fest premiere Director Lee Cronin suggested Campbell could be playing Ash again in the recording As the series had multiple instances of Ash Going back in time And encountering the Nocturum Demento Necronomicon Ex Mortis Neat. That's kind of cool. It's like Ash. It's actually Ash. Yeah. Ashy slashy. Ashy slashy. In uh, homage to previous entries of the Evil Dead franchise, Ellie's possessed an elevator that restrains her by violently wrapping electrical wires around her arms, legs, and neck in a manner similar to how trees and branches restrain Cheryl, Bobby Joe, and Mia from Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and Evil Dead 2013, respectively, when they were possessed. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do two more. Uh, the dead have to make a reference to the previous films in their dialogue. Uh, they say everyone will be dead, dead by, dawn. by dawn. And Ellie tells Beth, I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. Two souls? Two souls. It's a trick. Get an X. Um... Do one more. Okay. Uh, One of the lines being played on the record states three volumes of the book exist. First volume, the original Sam Raimi slash Bruce Campbell. Second volume, 2013 remake. And third volume, Evil Dead Rise, making the whole series canon. Oh. Yeah, they do say that there's three volumes on the recording. Neat. (laughs) You're welcome, Russell. We're getting me and Beth versus the Army of Darkness. <laughs> Fucking don't tease me. I would like love that. if they brought Mia back. Uh, Mia and Beth. That's like what. That. Was it the I last? Mean, Jane was Levy it? had a really horrible time filming uh, Evil Dead, so I don't know how much she'd want to come do it again, but I <laughs> would like to believe in my heart of hearts that she will do that one There's day. There's a paycheck big enough. Yeah. There's a number. Yeah. I'll play her. <laughs> There's a paycheck big enough. <laughs> Doesn't it be that big? <laughs> we got 20 bucks. Get Dave from Indiana. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Uh, that's all I had for Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Ooh, neat. All right, let's rate this pig. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. I think it's a lot of fun. It's an Evil Dead movie, but um, there were a lot of like little issues uh and like Clayton was talking about there was like uh missed opportunities um missed expectations um with both the marketing and just like in general uh and the CGI blood and bugs was 
not good. Uh, so seven and a half, Russell. I am going to give it an eight. Um, I think it's really good. Wait, so was it a nine and then you gave it an eight because the Delta wasn't in it? Or are you giving it a seven because I just reminded you that the Delta wasn't in it? So I think it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I did deduct a point five for the Delta not being in it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I can't... I don't know. I can't bring it under an eight because I like the movie. I'm happy we got one. Um, I, I do think the movie overall is really good. Like, I think I love the pacing of the film. I love the bookends. I, I like, I love like the beginning. And then it's just like, okay, here you go. And then, I, cause I was mad. I was mad in the movie because I was like, what the fuck? What are you doing? And because we just went to this whole different story. Yeah. And then I was I was I was still into it, but I was like mad. And then like but it dials it down, right? So like we get that intro and then it dials it down and I'm like, okay, but I'm still engaged, I'm still in it. I'm still enjoying myself. And we get through the movie and it's like, oh yeah, hey, remember the beginning? And I was like, fuck you. Don't make me love this idea. <laughs> and it did. I did I, for this movie. I did love this idea. Um, and I, I might be putting a little bit too much faith in what might happen next or what comes next, but this is where we're at at the moment. Um, so overall, like, I give the movie an eight. I don't have a lot of problems with it. Um, after Clayton bringing up the, the pregnancy thing, like it is kind of a boring thing and a played out thing to give a woman to to just kind of be like here's a problem you're also dealing with well you deal with everything else like uh, it could have been funner if she was a like manic bipolar and you didn't know if she was a deadite or not throughout the movie or if she was having issues with <laughs> bipolar disorder there could have been lots of other lots of other interesting characteristics they could have given her so i do agree the, the pregnancy was a cop-out thank you um especially for storytelling device yeah especially for it to not pay off in any of the other ways that we came up with during this podcast uh so um but really really aside from that that's that's like primarily my only issue my only major issue that i would deduct points for um but yeah, I don't know. I really liked it. It was a first watch. It was a theatrical watch. So this is a first impression rating. Uh, we know how those have gone in the past. Yeah, we're not all rich and have a 65-inch TV that we can watch it on and pay $25 to hey, we <laughs> That was stimulus money. Thank you very much. We Holy were. What? Hmm? You still have stimulus money? Oh, not to buy the movie, but the TV. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I bought we, that TV with my stimulus, that and the PS5. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, I would Hell say, yeah. too, uh, that that could also like lend to Shane and I's uh, ratings, um, because yesterday we were going to watch the movie again. Yep. So on Tuesday, we sat, uh, I waited for him to get home from work. I was up early. I was like, I'm going to wait on you if you want to watch this again. Yeah. So we don't have to spend money, both spend money to rent it. And then I pulled it up on Amazon, and I was like... You guys could have watched it on my Voodoo. I give you my login. 
I mean, we might have to do that sometime because we pulled it up and it was $20 to rent. And he was like, I don't want to watch it that bad. And I was like, I don't want to either. We already paid that much to watch it once. Yeah. So uh, I would recommend if you are going to watch this from the comfort of your home, waiting till it is a five or six dollar release. I don't necessarily think that it's worth spending $20 on to watch it at your house. Yeah, it's just going to be like a couple months and then it'll be it'll come down. Yeah, but seeing it in theaters, I would have re- I would recommend someone go to theaters to watch it because it's a totally different experience. Um, and I mean, overall, that's that's pretty much how I feel about the movie. Um, I give it an eight. Okay, Dave, I'm gonna also give it an eight. This is the first one that's not a ten. Correct. That's fucked up. Correct. Um, I do enjoy this movie. I do I do like it. Um, Clayton brought up a lot of a lot of points. That I agreed I with. I had a lot of thoughts. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. You <laughs> fucking killed all our ratings. I was like a nine. Russell was like a nine and a half. You were a ten. And then he's just like fucking cut two points off of everybody's ratings. <laughs> no, I actually came into this giving it, a, giving it like an 8.5 and more. I think like ah, just an eight. Yeah, I know. I enjoyed it. Like I said earlier, um, the beginning part didn't really feel very evil dead. The cold open did. Yeah. But like, I'm like, I don't know. But the first ten minutes after this, after the title card, right? Yeah, like it's just like, I was like whoa, uh, okay, what the fuck, whatever. And then it kind of turned. I'm like, oh, all right, it wasn't yeah. as gnarly as I wanted it to be. It's still some gnarly, there's some gnarly shit. Uh, but yeah, give it an eight. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think uh, the Evil Dead is following the exact same trajectory. To oh my god, is following the exact same trajectory as the Scream franchise. They had, you know, three movies that came out pretty close together. First one's amazing. Second one's amazing. Third one, in my opinion, you know, it's the the wacky weird one of the bunch. There's a big break between uh, three and four. Mm -hmm. Fourth one comes in. Fucking awesome. Comes back with a fifth entry that, uh, let's just say, plays better on a rewatch. Um, So I'm hoping the sixth entry in Evil Dead is going to be like an 11 out of 10 movie. Um this movie's paced super well. Literally, the only pacing issues are I don't think we needed the pregnancy reveal in the bathroom and that last bookend. I feel like those are the only weird pacing things that I even noticed in my first watch through. I have obviously laid out a bunch of criticisms more than I would normally put on a movie. Um, but there were things I thought during my first watch. Sure. Um, weirdly enough... I also have landed on an eight for this, which is shocking considering how much I shit on it. But I really do think it's fun. <laughs> I have a really good time with it when I take it and accept it for what it is, not the movie that it's not. Um, it's an Evil Dead movie. It's really fun. It's got. I, I've enjoyed it. Clearly, I watched it four times. I hated, right. I hated it the first one. Watched it the second to give it a better chance when I wasn't pissy about old bitches talking in the theater. And uh, really liked it then. And then bought it on VOD and watched it again and had a really great time. And then watched it for this and had a great time even though I had to take time out of my succession binge to do it and got two hours of sleep before recording. But hey, <laughs> showbiz, baby. It is what it is. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of DQP Does, where we talked about Evil Dead Rise, and that's also going to end Evil Dead May. Evil Dead. No. Uh, next month, we're talking about doing... Sports movies? We're probably doing sports movies. We're probably doing sports I'm gonna, movies. I'm going to finish, uh, you know, One Last Dance. The Last Dance. Or The Last Dance. Yeah. 
and uh, probably going to want to watch some sports movies. Yeah. Uh, so far on the list, we have The Wrestler and Moneyball. And I think that's all we have on the list so far. So we'll probably start with one of those two. Rudy. No. No. Remember <laughs> the Titans. Radio. Uh, that's all my sports movies I know. <laughs> Hoosiers. You didn't Hoosiers. even say any given Sunday. <laughs> we got to get a basketball movie in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hoosiers. Hoosiers. The replacements. That's that's, that's funny. football. But yeah, it's football and it's funny. We we still got to work out the kinks on what we're done. Okay. Let's but just what, say that. what what movie are we going to start with? One of the two that we've already said. You're going to start with Moneyball. Start with the wrestler. Start with the wrestler. We'll start yeah. with the wrestler. So we're doing the wrestler next week. We're gonna do sports June. June sports. I'll come Jorts. up with something. Jorts <laughs> Spoon. One of those two is what he's gonna say. Um God damn it, you're right. Jorts <laughs> <laughs> spoon. Or spoon jorts. Spoon jorts. Um But we're gonna watch the wrestler for next week. Um I don't know what it's on, but it's good, so it's worth four bucks if all you can find it on is uh, Amazon. Amazon. The library is a wonderful institution. What's that? It's where it's <laughs> no, where books live. <laughs> it's it's where, where books live. Where books live. Uh, man, I remember going to the library all the time. Do you guys? Are you? How old are you? I am thirty-four. You're thirty-four, so you're old enough. Uh, you remember Encarta? Uh, on like the encyclopedia. On oh PC. yeah, yeah. Did you know that there's a game inside Encarta? No. There's a maze game that was a trivia game, and like every time you would go, it was like a first person maze, and like every time you would get to like a intersection, there would be like a garden. Oh fuck yeah, I do and they remember would ask that. You like Shit. crazy trivia. Yeah, yeah. So I would go to the library in my hometown, and I would just play that game all day. Because we didn't have a computer. I was a Carmen San Diego slash Oregon Trail person myself. Yeah, you could play Oregon Trail on. Those. I died of dysentery a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of people died of dysentery. And I really like to eat difficult. ass, so it's a potential death for me. <laughs> <laughs> so we would like to thank Clayton for being a guest on the show. <laughs> Well, you plug your shit. I found the clip. <laughs> oh, my God. Just kind of snuck it in there. Oh, man. That's how you have to do it. Just sneak, sneak right in there. Just sneak right in there. <laughs> yep, definitely found the clip. It's his M.O. Yeah, oh, plug shit. your Classic. stuff, Clayton. So uh, I've got a podcast, <laughs> Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies. Uh, my co-host Sean and I talk about movies we like and have a bunch of cool guests and people in the industry. Uh, this is dropping on Friday. Um, no, last next week. Monday or next. Oh yeah. Um, our latest episodes, we covered everything over all at once with Russell. Actually, um, oh yeah, we would have just had an episode drop on. Michael Haneke's remake of Funny Games, the most depressing movie in existence. Um, coming up is Tucker and Dale versus Evil, I believe, and an oh, interview with the Tony Award winning choreographer Chris Catelli about Sprinkadoon. So, good times. Check it out. You can find us everywhere you get your podcast. You can find the pod on Twitter, Triple M Pod with three M's. You can find me on Twitter. Just happy to see you. Number two, let us see letter U. Really fun on Twitter, I promise. Good follow. But yeah, good times. 
Funny Games is so weird because it's a one-for-one one remake by the same guy who made the original. Which do you prefer? I haven't watched the original. Mm. I, so. I prefer the American one, and yeah. not just because it's in English. I just some people like I've I've seen people say that the American one is better, but I don't know because I haven't watched the original. So. It's a real bad time. It's wonderful. Yeah, I mean the American one's a real bad time. So, <laughs> so I figured if it's a one for one, it's probably yeah pretty close to being the same bad time. Uh, but thanks for being on Clayton. Anytime. Um, I was very excited to get to talk about this because I don't get to dunk on stuff very much, even though <laughs> even I do. I, like did, I did come down on liking it, but <laughs> it has its flaws that yeah, bothered sure. me greatly. <laughs> um, you can find us on all your social media, searching Draft Recorder Productions. Uh, find us on Patreon, searching Draft Recorder Productions. Please subscribe for a $1 tier. There is some content up there that you can only get on Patreon. And we would love to get a thousand subscribers so that Dave has to do a boudoir shoot. Um, I'll do it. You can also email us draftyq at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful time. Open the door like you open your legs, you stinking groupie slut. I'm not a groupie. <laughs> <laughs>